we depend on biodiversity for the earth we breathe, the food we eat, the water we drink, biodiversity is being extinct. Hello, this is the weekly Tradecast, a podcast brought to you by UNCTAD, the UN's trade and development body. I'm Sarah Toms. We're exploring how major events are shaping trade and development and how that affects billions of people around the world. This week, we're looking at biodiversity. That's all the different kinds of life that make up our natural world, from animals and plants to fungi and bacteria. Everything works together in ecosystems to maintain balance and support life. But humans are disrupting biodiversity and vital ecosystems by overfishing oceans, clearing forests, polluting the water and burning fossil fuels. Many species have already gone extinct. To support the fight against biodiversity loss, UNCTAD has a new online tool that tracks trade in products ranging from natural food and cosmetics to handicrafts, natural medicines and ecotourism. Here now to talk about the threats and solutions and a bit about the new tool is UNCTAD's Lorena Jaramillo. She's an economist who specializes in trade and biodiversity and in promoting sustainable sourcing of products. Lorena is also a keen gardener growing organic vegetables and fruit that she shares with her family, friends and UNCTAD colleagues. Having a green and healthy planet for future generations is especially close to her heart after the birth of her daughter. Well, congratulations, Lorena, and welcome to begin with. Can you tell me why biodiversity is so important to our future and what should we do now to head off this crisis that we're seeing? Thank you very much, Sarah, for the invitation. Let me start by saying we simply cannot live without biodiversity. Why? Because us as humans being, we depend on biodiversity for the air we breathe, the food we eat, the water we drink, but also it helps us regulate climate, it regulates the spread of diseases, how we saw with COVID because of the loss of biodiversity, but also it helps us, for example, for our mental health, and it's important for many cultural activities and many cultural value. But it's not only for us that it's important biodiversity, it's also for the economy because it's estimated that around 40% of the global GDP depends on biodiversity and its ecosystem services. As you mentioned, biodiversity is being extinct. And there was a study that estimated that around 1 million animal and plant species will be lost within the next decade. And sadly, it will be maybe our grandchildren would only be able to see those species in a book or in a history museum. Mm-hmm. So that's really something that we need to tackle and we need to transform our relationship with nature. We need to first address what are the main drivers of this biodiversity loss, which include land and sea use change, also include the overexploitation of species, climate change, pollution and invasive alien species. So we need to go down and look at the drivers, at the root causes of these drivers, which, for example, are sustainable consumption and production patterns, or even harmful subsidies that are affecting biodiversity and the environment in general. The population of the planet is expected to be 2 billion people bigger in less than 30 years, and most of them in developing countries. What fundamental changes must we make to balance the growing need for for resources, but also the need to protect ecosystems? Yeah, I think that is an essential question because it is estimated that we will need around three planets to provide us with the natural resources to keep our lifestyle by 2050. 
So we really need to make our lifestyle more sustainable. We can start doing that, but promoting sustainable consumption and production. For example, we are all consumers. We can learn more about the products we purchase, see where they're coming, if they're sustainably sourced, if they benefit the community, but also that we have actions that we can do in our daily life. For example, compost, recycling, switch to more plant-based diets. These are the type of actions that we all need to do as consumers. On the production side, there's also improvements that need to be made so that we are able to sustainably harvest, produce, transform and commercialize the products we develop that respects the generation capacity of the ecosystems. But also we need to reduce the waste, we need to reduce pollution so that it's not detrimental to the biodiversity. And one essential area that we always need to consider, because of course sustainable development includes social, economic and environmental, we're focusing in the conservation of the ecosystem. Economic, we want the initiative to continue being economically feasible and we need to consider the social aspects. That's what we need to focus on living livelihoods, providing livelihoods to the communities and to the people that depend on those resources, which are mainly located in developing countries. Who should be taking responsibility and coordinating and paying for these efforts to preserve and protect biodiversity then? We all have a responsibility. There's no only one person. It's all of us. Biodiversity affects us all equally. So it needs to be a whole of society approach. Governments can play a role. For example, they can create an enabling policy environment to foster biodiversity-friendly businesses, sectors, and economy in general. They could addressing or reforming harmful subsidies that affect environment. It was estimated that around 2% of the GDP could be targeted to address biodiversity-friendly measures that restore, conserve, and sustainably use biodiversity, but also help mitigate climate change. And the 2% GDP it's huge. It represents around 1.8 trillion US dollars per year that we can liberate to foster two sustainable activities. But not only the government has a role, also the businesses need a role. Mm. They need to implement biodiversity-friendly business models and practices throughout their supply chains. They need to provide support to the farmers, to the producers, from where they're sourcing their resources and promote equitable sharing of the benefits that are generated. And then another major actor is finance. We always need funds to implement the activities. So financial institutions, global development banks, they need to channel the credits and the loans and the funding to those initiatives that bring benefits to biodiversity, not that contribute to its extraction. So Umtal has a new online tool about biodiversity. Tell us how it works and how people can use it. Yeah, we're very excited about our trade and biodiversity statistical tool, or TRABIO, how do we call it? It was jointly developed with the UNTAD Statistics Services under the Global Biotrade Program. For the first time, users, meaning policymakers, government, researchers, academia, users interested in trade and biodiversity will be able to access to data on the trade flows of biodiversity-based products starting in 2010 for 185 economies. It also includes trade indicators such as growth rates, trade balance, the share of the trade of biodiversity-based products in total exports or in the GDP of our country. The Trabio is updated annually and it's freely available for anybody to use and to download. UNCTAD is aiming to provide information on the trade of biodiversity-based products to help countries assess and monitor this trade. We can also help 
enable and enhance the understanding at the national and global impact of this trade, for example, for reviewing or formulating policies. And it's also essential because through these two countries, we'll be able to gather information, report and monitor the achievements to global biodiversity targets. The biodiversity crisis is a global crisis. It doesn't affect one country, one region. It affects all of us. So it's important for multilateralism to take action. And that's where UN is playing the major role. We have a clear path. Now we need to speed up actions and implement and provide the tools to achieve the implement the global biodiversity target. So thank you to UNCTAD's Lorena Haramulu for being this week's guest. Tune into the Weekly Tradecast next week and every week for more insights on the most pressing issues around the world of trade and development. And there's even more on our website, unctad.org. I'm Sarah Thomas in Geneva. Goodbye for now.